Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is March 1st. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block and we're going to continue in Matthew chapter 8. Now in Matthew chapter 8, they're going to tell us about a story of discipleship. Let's jump in and see what we can learn. Now keep in mind, this is after the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus leaves, he gets thronged by people, he works some miracles, and now he's got some disciples around him. Let's see what happens. Starting in verse 19, it says, And a certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. Now let's pause here really quickly and just kind of figure out what the Savior is telling this man. First of all, can we just appreciate how difficult what the Savior says here? He says, The foxes have holes and the birds have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. Now, he's not necessarily saying, I don't have a home. He has a home in Nazareth. He has family. He has people. That's not necessarily what he's meaning here. I want to ask you, have you ever felt like you didn't have some place where you really belonged? Have you ever felt out of place or just like you didn't belong with people? Maybe have you ever felt loneliness? I think that those are the feelings that the Savior is expressing here. Listen to how President Hinckley once said it. He said, there is a loneliness in all aspects of leadership. It was ever thus. The price of leadership is loneliness. The price of adherence to conscience is loneliness. The price of adherence to principle is loneliness. I think it's inescapable. The savior of the world was a man who walked in loneliness. I don't know of any statement more underlined with the pathos of loneliness than his statement, the foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the son of man hath not where to lay his head. There is no lonelier picture in history than of the savior upon the cross alone. I love what President Hinckley says when he says that the price of adherence to conscience is loneliness. The price of adherence to principle is loneliness. Sometimes the price of discipleship is loneliness. And I think that's the real message that the Savior is trying to say to this scribe who comes and says that he wants to follow and says that he wants to be a disciple. He is explaining that the cost of discipleship is difficult. If you're going to follow me, then you might not have a place where you feel like you belong. If you're going to follow me, there might be times of loneliness in a world that doesn't agree with you. Discipleship can be a lonely thing, and discipleship requires sacrifice of our soul. But I think that's what the Savior is warning us of here. In fact, let's go on and see what else is said. Verse 21, And another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. But the Savior said unto him, Follow me and let the dead bury their dead. Now, again, we're seeing the Savior say that there is a cost of discipleship, but I don't think it means exactly what it sounds like here in the scripture. That sounds really harsh. This disciple is saying, I want to follow you. I want to obey. I want to live life with you and like you, but I need to bury my father first. And the Savior's like, eh, let the dead bury the dead, which first of all, how do they do that? But second of all, it sounds a little harsh, right? Listen to this explanation by Elder John Woodstow. He says, 
Errors in the translation of the Bible are due primarily to the fact that the original documents are lost. The manuscripts from which our Bible translations have been made are copies, perhaps copies of copies of the originals. The wrong words may be written, or a word or so, written is to convey a false meaning. For example, the statement, let the dead bury the dead, has been perplexing. The Aramaic word for dead is meta, and for town, mata. It becomes likely, therefore, that the true saying was, let the town bury the dead, a very common practice in the days of Christ. I think that that's so interesting. And oftentimes when we have something in the Bible that doesn't quite make sense or doesn't sound quite right, we can usually ascribe it to an error in translation. If you've ever done indexing on family history, you know how easy it is to mess up languages and all this old handwriting. It's so easy as you're sitting there trying to digitize old documents to not quite read things right. And yet here we've got this translation of the Bible that comes from copies or copies of copies of these ancient manuscripts. It only makes sense that little changes or little errors were made here and there. And so it was a common practice in the days of Christ for the town to bury the dead. So it makes much more sense that this was Mata, not Meta. And Christ is saying, let the town bury the dead. But again, we're learning here that discipleship, following Christ, is going to require some sort of sacrifice. Even if it was the town burying the dead, that's still a sacrifice that the Savior is asking of his disciple. Elder Perry once gave a talk about discipleship, and in that talk he said, The following has been written about discipleship. The word disciple comes from the Latin, meaning a learner. A disciple of Christ is one who is learning to be like Christ, learning to think, to feel, and to act like he does. To be a true disciple, to fulfill that learning task, is the most demanding regimen known to man. No other discipline compares in either requirements or rewards. It involves the total transformation of a person from the state of the natural man to that of a saint, one who loves the Lord and serves with all of his heart, might, mind, and strength. A dramatic change occurs in the life of individuals when they dedicate themselves to becoming disciples of the Lord. Discipleship requires sacrifice. As true disciples of Christ, may our lives reflect his example. My friends, as we seek to follow Christ, as we seek to be disciples, what kind of sacrifices are we making? Here, the Lord tells these two disciples that they're going to have to give up everything. To the first one, he says, you might not have a home. You might not have a place to lay your head. And it is going to be a long, lonely journey. To the second, he says, you're going to need to give up places that you want to be, things that you want to do, people that you want to see. My friends, what is the cost of discipleship for you? It's my testimony that as we try to follow Christ more closely, he invites us to ask him what changes we need to make, what things we need to omit from our lives. As we ask, as we approach him, he will teach us how to become truer disciples. True discipleship, learning to become like Christ, will require something of our souls. It will require sacrifice on our part. It might be a sacrifice of time. It might be a sacrifice of energy. 
It might be a sacrifice of putting off the things that we would rather be doing in order to draw closer to him and study. But my friends, I testify that as we seek to set the world aside and seek to see, feel, and know Christ, that true discipleship will take root in our hearts and we will become more and more like him. Elder Daniel Johnson once said, Becoming like him and being one with him is the ultimate goal and objective and essentially the very definition of true discipleship. My friends, I testify that as we make sacrifices for our discipleship, that our hearts will change. Remember, sacrifice brings forth the blessings of heaven. And as we seek the blessings of discipleship, sacrifice will be required of us. But it's my testimony that the blessings that follow, the blessings that will flow into our lives because of those sacrifices, will be worth everything that we sacrifice as we come to better know and love the Lord. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 